Okay. Just making sure everything's up and running and then we'll get going. Okay, so the topic of today was going to be time, um, and most of this is, I suppose, what I've been thinking about as of lately. The topic of time has just perplexed me in the sense that I'm having one of those reflective moments of my of my person and what's worth my time so it's kind of interesting that i would that this well rather this topic is pretty timely for me <laughs> because uh, i don't know i felt i felt pretty overwhelmed for the most part um in the past couple weeks past couple months um just trying to orient and find myself in the world and uh, i've been kind of stuck on this idea of time and trying to create a dialogue with myself about it. So if anything, this podcast material is probably going to be more of a rant rather than anything relatively structured, but I'll let you guys in on the kind of perspectives that I generate um, as I, I guess, have this conversation with myself. Um, I wrote out a couple of questions about, or for this, this specific topic. I don't think it'll go that long. I'm assuming I'll probably only have about like 30 minutes, but there's going to be a couple things that I'll say before I actually get started on the questions. So I still do have goals with trying to make the content more expandable. I, I don't know. I just keep talking about all about how I'm going to expand this to different platforms um, as well as like have recording software that shows a different video or I don't know. My voice has been bothering me <laughs> from from the podcast, so um, I don't think I'll get a new mic, especially considering I just invested in this one not too long ago. I think this was only like forty or seventy dollars, so it's not it's not that great. But it's not like my voice is super great to begin with, anyways. So what kind of quality of a mic is gonna <laughs> improve the the quality of the listening experience? I, I who knows. Um, be better if there was some predictable outcome with that. But some of the great like podcasts uh, that are already up in the market usually have like four hundred dollar mics, so. You got to question yourself if you're willing to to spend that money with <laughs> with this up and coming podcast. Who knows? If I stick around for I don't know, maybe I'll make a goal like if I stick around for 30 or 50 episodes, then I'll invest in like a better mic. But today was like I mean, the reason why time is the topic today is because I've had to reevaluate my time overall. I, th I think I'm a very reflective person and a lot of people appreciate the perspectives that I provide when I ask some of the reflective questions that I ask for myself for other people. And I think a lot of people find that as, um, I guess, inspiring or perhaps a new perspective that they didn't know about. But 
I think a lot of that creative or that creative outlet for me is beneficial for other pers for other people because I spend the time to ask those reflective questions for myself. And that's reflected upon my identity. And so part of one of the questions on here is, is how you spend your time and your identity different. And I've been playing around with that, that idea, but that's going to show up probably about like halfway through the podcast today. Um, but I, I suppose we'll just go from the top. I don't think there's that much else that I need to say other than I think the, I, I've also been talking about like the suicide and depression story, but I'm not too sure when that'll really come out. You know, whenever it comes out, it comes out. And the more I think about it, the more I don't want to do a pre-recorded session for it. I I might just have the pre-recorded session, but just have it stru like without structure. So I was thinking about doing a whole script for it because I thought I, I couldn't mess up with it. But if I butcher the segment because I missed out too much information, then I'll probably redo it. So that's why I think I'll still do a pre-recorded session for it. But, but yeah, I, I think there's a balance between the integrity of holding a discussion in my, well, yeah, of my ability to hold a discussion like podcast versus holding a structured dialogue from my end. I think the dynamics are different and I don't want to bleach into the having things feel structured because then that ends up being a lecture and I don't think that's not how I want to convey the story and that's what's important to me. So the more I think about it, the more I'm like, you know what, I, I don't want to do that. So I might just have it as just like a normal discussion held, no structure at all, um, just segment. It might turn out bad. It might turn out okay. I don't really know. But I I think I need to stop thinking about perfection for that specific topic. And maybe I'll do it later today. I don't really know. Um, <laughs> I, guess, I guess I'll get into some of the time worries that I have for myself because that leads into the time concept in general for today's topic. So... <clears throat> As I'm reevaluating my time, I'm especially at a point where I'm where the balance of time between being a consumer and being a provider is getting well and responsibilities. So between responsibilities, between friends, between um, between my job and between like doing things that I like, I've been pretty crunched on all of that. And I've had to time box, well, I'm forced to time box with some of those, but um, most of them is, it's hard finding a balance between them all in a way that, in a way that I accurately manage my time between them all, or responsibly vary my time between them all. For example, so I work 40 hours a week, right? And there's a very hard time limit on that. Because if I go anything beyond that, then I'm going to have problems with the company that I'm working for. Well, actually, that doesn't really matter. I work at T-Mobile, <laughs> so I don't know why I had to make that like anonymous. But uh, work for T-Mobile as a 
as a software intern, been enjoying it. Um, however, not all the time have I been enjoying it. Probably like the first month was I was suffering quite a bit, um, just learning everything. It was very overwhelming for me. Um, and as a reflective person, it was essential. Well, effectively, it was a whole lot of suffering during the first month. So it was about like, what, 160 hours of just <laughs> not knowing what I was doing um, between learning like the product uh, product stack. So like I was in charge of a specific product for for the company um, and not not like me in particular, but like the team that I was a part of was. So I learned the whole product stack um, of technologies. I'm dipping my hands in like the different different technologies that we're using in that. Um, so that was a lot to manage. There was like other internship specific stuff that I had to pay attention to. And then there was just interacting with my team. So like there was team meetings every day. We do sprint planning. Like every two weeks we have sprint standups every day. Um, there's other people that I interact with on the team, um, even from other teams too. Uh, in order to get like some products done. So it felt pretty unmanageable for the most part. And I was wondering if like the internship was really worth my time. Because it didn't feel like I was working. But T-Mobile holds this value that my time there was worthwhile to be paying me for it. Even though... It was a bunch of learning and I wasn't doing much. They still thought my time working on those, or working on understanding the technologies and the process was worth paying me for my time. And that's such a weird way to look at it, but I have a lot of respect for like T-Mobile for doing that for me. And it's not specifically for me. They do that for every employee. I mean, every employee is going to have to have like a startup time um, in where they're just learning a bunch of stuff for the role that they're trying to fill in. Because the structure that they already have in place is complex. And it is quite literally the great works of everyone before, <laughs> before my employment. So, yeah, there's a lot to invest in. There's a lot that's already been invested in, and that scales with how much startup time, or that scales to with linearly, probably with, no, nah, probably not linearly, but it scales with how much time a new person would take in order to get caught up to speed. So naturally, a month is pretty long, but I would say as of right now, like this is going to be week seven I'm going to be starting. So about like three weeks where I felt pretty comfortable with with my duties at T-Mobile. Um, yeah, it was just a lot of time. And gosh, I feel like I totally skipped out on the point that I was trying to make there. But but yeah, I feel, it's a lot of time to be invested in someone to, to be immobile essentially in the, the kinds of progress for making contributions to the company. But as an employee, I was trying to figure out whether it was worth my time because it didn't it felt wrong to me to not be making progress towards like any product 
product progress said it, it was kind of self it was like selfish prog progress it wasn't like selfish it was like individual progress that i was making and that doesn't feel like something the company should be rewarding me with or compensating me for so and not to say like if if you take it from beyond like my employee stance i was spending 40 hours a week doing something that i felt like i shouldn't be doing or feel like felt like i was doing something wrong and that's 40 hours of my week for for pretty much the whole month that was wasted on or that felt wasted it's not that it actually was wasted but but you know that had more psychological effects on me during my normal life than it did or then I guess I mean I couldn't separate my guilt from work with the time that I spent leisurely outside of it and so that's kind of weird because now the time that I spent suffering at work is bleeding into the time that I <laughs> bleeding into the time outside of work. Should I be compensated for that kind of psychological, uh, even if it's self-created like torture? I guess it's not really torture, but perhaps that's where you need to create a boundary for yourself to figure out what is worth your time. If I could go back and not get paid for that first month, I would do that. I think that time spent would have been more worth my time than it was getting paid for that. And that's such a weird thing to think about. Because I'd rather have not suffered through that knowing that like a company was paying me to to learn but it didn't felt like like with most companies that you go to right nobody pays you to just learn like colleges have to reward well color colleges like do scholarships and shit right so they're basically paying you to to be <laughs> to achieve higher levels of education but with companies it's like you're paying people to learn the product so that they can make contributions in the future. And I just felt like that doesn't sit well with me being in that stance, but it can't be helped. Anyways, that's only one part of my life that was making me rethink about what was worth my time. I also spend a lot of time working out, so... On a weekly average, if I do an hour and a half a day, multiply that by seven, you get 11 and a half hours of working out. Um, and 30, what is that? Three and a half of that is spent. Did I do my math wrong? I think I did my math wrong. I think that that's 10 and a half. Yeah, I'm dumb. 10 and a half. I was like, Jesus, <laughs> Spencer, come on. Oh, well, anyways, math, math was always my strong suit, and I just couldn't, I wasn't thinking about, it. I was thinking more of the, of the dialogue. Anyways, three and a half hours was spent doing, 
doing like some decent running and then the other seven is spent doing like cycling work and that was fine and all because I was willing to put in the time and effort to like focus on myself um, I, I kind of allocated that time each day knowing that it was going to benefit me in the long run uh, and that's what I've been doing for the past eight months actually so I started working out about like December like probably Christmas of of 2020 and I made the decision that I should be spending like 30 minutes to an hour of cycling um, I can't I can't remember if it was an hour that I started off as I know like in the past I used to do like 30 minute bicycle sessions but I was willing to allocate that amount of time during my day to spend focusing on myself because that was what I wanted for myself and now there's the only reason I'm bringing this up is because now that I'm spending like 10 and a half hours a week doing that, you add that on top of my 40 hour a week job. Now I'm at 50 and a half hours of doing things that I've set out for myself. Um, and kind of the remainder of the time is whatever I want to do. Except for that's not entirely the case introduce my summer quarter class where I'm doing four hours I'm doing eight hours a week of in-class learning but outside of that there's probably around like four hours worth of of like classwork to do so there's like outside learning that I need to be paying attention to so you add that on top which is around like 12 hours so now I'm put at 62 and a half hours a week of responsibilities that I need to take care of and I gotta admit this is hard and I've been reevaluating like what's worth my time am I seeing the success individually of what I want to be doing um, in order to achieve where I want to be in the future and I've had to keep like re reflecting on all this information to figure out if the time that I'm spending now is getting me to the place where I want to be and I think that's the best way that you should be measuring your time and how you're spending it um, because if you're not doing anything if you're not doing what you want to do to optimize where you want to be or optimize your time to get to where you want to be then I don't think you're doing life right The ten and a half hours that I spend working out ends up it, it ends up being a lot. And the only reason that I've been trying to rethink about how much I want to exercise and what kind of eating habits that I currently have in place is because I I mean I've seen success up to this point, but then I've kind of hit like a um I don't know, I'm plateauing out, I would say. And I'm also experiencing like a huge amount of energy loss during the day. So I usually have two meals. Well, I guess I've had two meals most of the time until recently where I've started using three meals instead. Um, 
still doing the same exercise habits, but, but waking up has been a real pain. I have like no energy in my legs. I'm pretty much sore all the time. And it's not like, what's weird is this has only really started because of, well, since the introduction of my job, which to add another component to think about when it comes to time is the job is expecting me to be on it during certain hours of the day. I am optimal when I wake up at 12 in the afternoon and I pass out at four. A lot of my homework work during school was done between midnight and four in the morning or 4 a.m. And like, I just felt awake when I woke up. It was like 12 o'clock. I like my body felt refreshed. I felt ready to go. I still had the same exercise habits back then too. And I would, I would be very, well, okay. I was okay with only eating twice a day. I had never had problems with eating three times or felt like feeling hungry more than twice in the day. And as soon as I tried to shift that over to like what the job has been asking me to be up for, it's been, it's been harder. It's been a lot harder. And so now you need to worry about like what's worth your time in terms of like your daily schedule. Is there other people who are willing to, or is there other people who are asking you to be up at different times of the day? And I don't know, that's, that's really hard. I'm, okay. If I could have my job, like, start up at 12 and, or start up at like one o'clock and then I end at nine in the evening, I'd be totally fine with that. And then I just live the rest of my day, like, as a normal human. That's, that's really what I would like. But, and I, I don't know, who knows? Maybe one day I'll change my stance on that. But as of right now, as of right now, I, I don't think my time is worth holding to that specific schedule because my career still needs to progress because it hasn't progressed at all in the past couple years. I think it'd be dumb if I quit out on this opportunity with my current job just because I want to feel self because I'm selfish, feeling selfish over the kinds of schedules that I want to have for myself. So there's going to be one day, though, where I feel like I'm going to be more strict on the schedule that I want to stick to. And. I will have more negotiating power over the other responsibilities in my life to where I can stand up for a specific schedule that I set out for myself and the company won't be able to, will have to negotiate with me on that. But as of right now, I don't think I have the place or the power to really have any negotiating power about that. So... Kind of went on, well, yeah, that's, that's for the most part why 
I've been rethinking about how much I'm spending my time doing certain things during the day. Um, as of right now, like I'm spending a lot of time on the job. Um, everyone's like even spending time like creating this podcast material too. That's that's all also an investment in itself. So whatever sixty two and a half hours a week doing those sorts of responsibilities, this is also a responsibility that I want to see for myself and keep continuing meeting this responsibility. So because it's important to me. So there is like a whole outline that I'm supposed to go through here and I'll probably just hit on these whenever. Um, I don't know if I necessarily spoke to what is time. So that's the specific question that I put in the outline. And really you could have a bunch of answers relating to that. But what my mind wanders to is like what is... I don't know, I suppose you could get to like a personal level or you could get to a generic level. I was thinking more of like, what is time generally? It's just, I don't know, it's it's very complex. It's like, it's weird to think that at one point in time, there were like dinosaurs walking the earth. And now we've gotten to a point where we're at a different point in history where humans walk the lands and dominate have have a dominating force over the the world or rather the not the world but like earth so we have a we have means to extracting resources planetary resources and almost different kinds of resources in in the in the world across like different planets across like stuff in space it's it's nuts it's really nuts you think about like time as uh time is just like a measurement of of anything it doesn't necessarily have to be like progress or it could be i don't know like defining moments in in the state well not the state well i was going to say the status of the world but it's more like the state of the planet of everything to some degree i've wondered if like time really is the fourth dimension the second you're able to traverse time is the second that you become a fourth dimensional being because being honest right like well no i i think there's <laughs> there's a lot to ponder with that kind of question and i don't think i have the intellect to be able to humor that idea at a at a meaningful level so i'll just stop there but yeah like time is just like a state of of history where things were miraculously at that point in time that was very generic and almost like redundant <laughs> i'll stop with that question and i'll move on so what does time as a metric explain um so i Honestly, my answer for the, the very last redundant answer that I had for the last question is pretty much the same here. Um, but I, I think there's a couple things to note with like time as a metric. So 
there's like levels of duration there's like specific points in time and you i mean that i bring those two up because those are how i those are some of the things that my job actually cares about so as we're as my job well okay my job is to analyze performance data between different resources and figure out if there are anomalies within those metrics. And so some of those you need to be worrying about what's the average over time of the normal behavior or to figure out the normal behavior. And then you need to figure out at what point in time does that, does a metric exceed the normal behavior. And so that's kind of how I see time in general. Like, you can have a range or you could have a specific moment. Um, and specific moments, I think, don't give you much. I think for most things, you need to have... In order to use time as a metric, you have to use it as a range. And that range explains the difference between one point in time versus another point in time. Example, like, my life didn't start. <laughs> my conscious life and actually that's even arguable about what what stage of your life starts consciousness but let's just say my life started like in like February of 1996 which should have been like the fertilization process that's a that's a weird metric of time but but you understand like how actually that topic in particular gets kind of political because you have to understand like what kind of range you're looking at to identify when a baby should have like human rights and whatnot so this kind of gets into like abortions and stuff or like the political talk about abortions when does when does life start and what kind of laws should you be making around that? Should it be a time range? Or should it be at a timestamp? I think fundamentally that's what the two different political sides say about that topic. Last question. Well, not the last question, but like the last question of the, the small segment that I had, what is time to you? So what I was trying to reference here is time becomes different the more you experience it. Your perception of time changes as, as you engage more, as, as your range extends, of your duration of life extends of consciously knowing time example so when you're a kid time goes by like pretty slow because your perception of how long things are supposed to take aren't adjusted to the reality of how long things actually take and i think like that's why you get the whole <laughs> the whole joke of are we there yet in the car ride from from with like little kids and whatnot because you don't, you don't, it's uncomfortable not knowing how much time things are supposed to take. And I think there's a, 
Well, that and also boredom. Maybe they experience time slower than, than, I don't know, older people or perhaps like, actually, you know what? I'm not going to ponder on that. That's not too important to me. But yeah, I, I think overall your perception of time as a, as a kid and your perception as an adult will drastically change in the same way that I think time will probably change or I, my perception of time will probably change when I'm 30 versus when I'm here today. And I can tell you for certain that my perception of time as when I was like 18 is much different than what I, what I have today. Um, and a lot of that is just like how much you've experienced time. So you don't really have a gauge of the kinds of quantities that people have already lived by. Like I could never understand what it's like to live as an 80 year old because I mean, I've no perception of that. I've only lived for 24 years, uh, upcoming 25. So it'd be, you know, I don't have that kind of experience. <laughs> All right, next question. How do you value your time? So this is this is interesting because this kind of goes into like some mental health stuff that I, I, I kind of relate this with mental health in general, regardless if it's good or bad. Like your mental health is kind of reflective of how you time box or how you value your own time. So there are certain actions that you can do to to say that your time is worth a specific action or just time to say that certain things are worth your time. For example, when I was, when I was depressed, it's not like I did much. Like most of my time was just spent in bed or thinking about, <clears throat> thinking about the world a certain way. Um, I worked maybe like 15 hours a week. I wasn't getting paid much either. But that's what I kind of valued my time. Most of like most of my leisure time was just spent like playing video games. And I was trying to um it wasn't that I was trying to be a pro at a specific game, but I was definitely trying to to be competitive about it. And that that's what I thought was worth my time back in the day. Um unfortunately that has no monetary value unless if you're one of the elite in <laughs> one of the most exceptional in any video game but no I I tried streaming I was thinking that was going to be worth my time but the market was telling me that that it can provide no value to me at that moment and you know what's also weird as that even with the content creation idea coming back, the reason why, like, I don't mind having no viewers or having, like, little... Well, there's a couple people in the community that I know listen to my stuff. <laughs> One of the speakers and then another person that um, I've met recently. They both spend the time to, currently, to, to listen to some of the podcast material. And I'm super thankful for that. Um, but... I also know that the content that I'm currently making is is applying to a market that's timeless. So what's what's odd about like time is that like miracles can happen at any any like it 
you can't even predict when things are going to start trending for you in the way that people are going to find like the content. For example, I can't, I don't know. I can advertise my stuff as much as I want over the different platforms where I have a voice. I can like pay money to, <laughs> to get like an ad for the, for the podcast and the community material. But that's, I mean, I could do all that stuff, but that's not to say that I'm going to get better results. I mean, I can predict that, that I can have better results if I have like some financial investment in, and statistically they usually like you usually get more network or get more exposure to people the more that you force them to see your content but that's not necessarily i'm i'm not i wouldn't be proud of doing something like that instead i'm i'm okay with if people at whatever point in time felt like they needed to find a community like healthy dialogue um which I know, unfortunately, it doesn't have much to offer at this point in time, but maybe in the future, once things start building up, like more of a community, more of the community aspect will, will shine. But yeah, as of right now, it's just, it's just out there on the timeless market. And whenever someone feels the need to, to join a community like this one, then I imagine it'll still, still be around. And it, it was never for me either. Like all this, all the content that is being brought out is more due to, I know that I already have sympathy for the kinds of people that think in the same way that I do. Because being complex, well, intellectually complex and thorough about some of the topics that matter to you is is a challenging subject or are challenging situations to be in. And sometimes clarity is the better way to, to clarity through dialogue is the best way to understand some of those topics. I don't think everyone gets clarity through dialogue, but that's, I, I can't be the only one <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. So I complete tangent off of that but like how do you value your time i guess i'll get back on topic you're constantly reevaluating your values your own values and valuing your time is different from well it's a reflection of how you value of what values you want to interact with example i like i want to have like a solid software career so that's why i'm at my job currently and i think there's going to be a promising future if i stick it out so that's why i'm enduring the suffering that comes along with it the the kinds of suffering that come along with it because i think it's worth i, I think it's worth my time <laughs> there's the working out aspect which i want to invest in myself more like physically so that's that's kind of my outlet for it and it it does the job like i'm very satisfied with the kinds of effort that i put in and the the output that's come out of it um this podcast material it's it's more of like as i said before the hopes that the timeless market will be um 
will help someone in the future. I don't care how many people it helps as long as it's like out there for whenever someone needs it. That's specifically why I put content out. I'm not speaking on behalf of everyone else in the in the <laughs> speaking group, but for me that's that's why I think this platform is important. What else? The class, the class is more so for so being back in school is more just so I get a piece of paper. That's that's really how I see it. I thought for the longest time that I needed a degree in order to be a part of the software realm. Um, because that's that's effectively what the market was telling me over the past four years. I have two coding boot camp or I've graduated from two coding boot camps and both of those were in 2017 and 2019. And now it's 2021. And I, well, I mean, it, it was 2020 when I started school again. But, like, the market wasn't benefiting. Well, the market didn't recognize my coding boot camp certifications to give me the benefit of the doubt that I was worth hiring. So that's why I went back for one. But yeah, that's that's kind of the four. And I also like, I mean, I like playing video games. I like hanging out with my network because I like maintaining connections. Um, even though I'm a terrible texter, but I do think about the people that I care about a lot. A lot. I would say most of my time is not spent playing video games. Well, okay. Most of my... Most of my thoughts aren't about spending... Or spending time playing video games. Most of it is about... Thinking how to play... Or thinking about playing with other people. And making connections that way. You know, never get, you don't ever get a whole lot of instances of dumbasses on the internet, but I was just proven wrong today. Oh, you can't even understand the kinds of simplicity that these people go through. I swear. I will do what I can to make sure that that person never gets back in here again. So just for the audio listeners, what just happened was uh, someone said some pretty bad stuff. <clears throat> and the reason why I had to address that right away is because it was hate speech and racism. Quite frankly, racism. So, yeah, my bad. 
I'll make sure to delete that from everywhere I can. It's part of the reason why I don't want to have the playbacks either. Or like the the live chat on either. That's a real bummer. Sorry for the tangent. Back on schedule though. Okay. So one thing that I would say has drastically changed, especially in the past year, is time boxing what I actually spend my time on, or like scheduling out how I want to spend my time. Because to me, that's important, because I, I want to spend it on something meaningful to myself. And so therefore, I think it's good to schedule things out so that you can anticipate if something's if something's bothering you that you're not spending the time on, it's nice to know that you have something time boxed in the future to do that's to well to satisfy that specific urge. And I think that's a good way to do it. There's also this idea of time boxing. So I will need to, occasionally I'll need to, oh, you know what? I'm so thrown off by those comments. I'm so sorry. Let me compose myself for a second and then I'm going to just go straight for the, is how you spend your time and your identity different. So let me think on that for a second. Okay, <clears throat> is how you spend your time and your identity different? I think time here is a measurement of of what you care about. Or rather, okay, I think it actually depends on the different cultures that are out there because not everyone is able to spend the specific amount of time to do the things that they want. And maybe that's putting in what you want to be and your identity into the same category. I think there is actually a difference there. So I, th I think that's why I specifically chose identity um, or this specific word of identity here. Because how you spend your time and your identity is actually, I, I would probably say the same thing. So if you're a farmer and you spend most of your of your time farming but you're also like spending time with your family your identity is both a farmer and like a family member so it's it's not like it's not too far fetched to say that how you're spending your time and the kinds of identities that you have the multiple identities that you have and it's not it, it's all just a collection of your your own identity but you know, it's the different hats that you wear as as you live life. 
um, I, I don't think those are any different. So I would say you need to spend your time doing the things that you want. Um, and if you're doing something that you don't want, then you need to reevaluate how you're spending your time because your identity is, is that you don't like doing the things that you are currently doing. You're being someone that you don't want to be, and I don't think that is worth your time at all. I think you'd rather spend your time to be the kind of identity in the hat that you want to wear instead of wearing a hat to be someone that you're not, or instead of spending your time to be someone that you're not. I'm, I'm actually cool with that answer. Um... I suppose this question is more for me, or rather this point is more for me, who you spend your time with. Um, so I think there's multiple ways that you can spend your time and how you spend, or like your identity is different. Um, so th this is kind of relating to the, the previous question, but how you spend, who you're, sp you're spending time with is, is also a collection of now both your identity and the other person's identity or if you want to keep it separate you could say that your identity is also like a friend or family member or whoever the person in that network that you're spending the time with is to you like that relationship is to you i i think that's probably the better way to put it but but yeah i think if you're spending time doing something it something that you don't like but you're with someone who does like it then you're spending your identity there is like a whatever your relationship status is with that person and that's how you're spending that time is either developing that or you're experiencing a experiencing something as a friend or whatever the relationship status is with said other person because that connection is more important to you than the experience itself. Or rather, that aspect of the experience is more important than the activity itself. And then there's the idea of, well, tacking on to the idea of not doing things that you don't want to do. Um, I guess a, a first question would be, what do they indicate? So are you doing something that you don't want to do because it's a comfort zone? Or are you doing something that you don't want to do because you don't have any other al alternatives to fill your time? I think in trying to figure out what those specifically indicate is important to understand who you are from a third person perspective. Because I think with the goal of trying to spend your time in the way that you want to is going to be the end goal that you should always have for yourself. And the way you want to spend your time is going to be constantly changing as well. You need to also ask how often do these abnormalities happen? So how often do you spend stuff, spend time doing things that you don't want to do? Because that also indicates like how, how willing you are to do things that, that don't benefit yourself. 
or that don't have any meaning to you or less meaning than the optimal thing that you could be doing at that moment. And I would say for the most part, these, a lot of these topics have been things that I've been worrying about for myself for the longest time. And so I don't feel like I have any problems with, with these specific aspects at all, but I'm always in this constant reevaluation of what is worth my time. And I stick up to what I care about more often than, well, I, maybe it, maybe it's not more often than other people. Maybe it's the same as ever, as other people. I think it's a boundary that I, I've developed for myself and I'm proud of it. I don't know if everyone else has that same, feels the same way about how they stick up for themselves, but I feel like I do a pretty good job of doing that. Well, yeah, there's, I don't have that much more to say. So I shall call it quits. Isabel Papa is in here. Thanks for being in here. And actually, I'm very sorry that there's some guy who's screaming out, screaming out bad words. I'll have to get back on moderation for that. But anyways, I think I'm going to be done. <sighs> the guy who's creatively found a flaw in the way that I'm running this community podcast, this podcast community, is uh, it's pissing me off. So I'm going a, I'm to a go deal with that. <laughs> Some time that I need to spend on uh, reminding myself that humanity is still a piece of shit. So... Maybe I'll have a talk about that in the future. Anyways, I'm going to be done. There wasn't that much in the the, the talk today, so I'm sorry about that. Um, it, was, it was hard generating a topic for today, but I'll... I think next week... I don't know what I'll do next week, to be honest. Whatever I do next week is whatever I do. I'm not going to promise anything, but thanks for sticking around. I'm going to call it here.